0: Y'all get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. This is Dave Coker, one of your hosts, uh, proprietor of Dave Mark Inc., promoter, uh event planner um marketing specialist all around genius all around good guy (laughs) you know i could put a whole bunch of superlatives about myself but you know i let my partner do that anyway uh i'm hanging out with my partner mr leonard young what's going on
0: hey dave everything is good this is leonard young who always keeps it true accurate and real uh, CEO <laughs> CEO of National <laughs> Black Guy. DelawareBlack.com, Black dot com. Black media specialist and all around good guy. Dave, everything is good. Um I thought about you yesterday. I was like, I I, I, I was gonna call you but I was like, you know what?
1: Oh uh, no, you um, didn't want to call me yesterday, yeah, man. Yeah. I was I was fit to be tied. I'm still little people trying to talk to me today at work, man. I ain't, <laughs> yeah. And I work oh, with a bunch of cowboy fans. There's a lot of oh, cowboy they, fans at my job. Uh, yeah. So of course
0: yeah.
1: you know I had to hear from them and
0: they they were uh, probably they were probably waiting for you to get out the car like, Hey, concert.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was it was bad, man. It, it really was. Uh but I mean, you know, I mean that team been waiting to get back at the Eagles for a year. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, so uh um, well, they got back at him though. Yeah, they, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it was it was pretty bad, but we'll see him again. I'm sure we'll see him again in the playoffs. So uh, I'm sure we will. So, um, but go from one bad football experience, you know, to a good football experience as far as your side is, goes, right?
0: Yeah, you know, definitely. Um, of course, for anyone who may or may not know, my son is and eighth grader who is playing on a high school football who, who played on a high school football team and um, his high school football team Caravel Academy went undefeated through the regular season and then they breezed through the playoffs winning all the games and on Saturday they won a state championship for the 2A division for Delaware so you know de- definitely excited for my son because you know even though he didn't get a lot of playing time, you know, Dave, can can you get any luckier to be in eighth grade and get a a high school football championship ring in eighth grade? Yeah, there, there you, you go, know? there you yeah. go.
1: I mean, you know, I'm sure he was excited, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was excited. He wasn't as excited as the people who actually, you know, played. But you know, just just being a part of it, you know, I think is a confidence booster. So um, I'm, I'm well, excited. Well, for him. what it
1: will, yeah, what it will do was kinda it should um excuse me, it should make him want to be more involved. Um because when you see those type of things, especially mm-hmm. in sports, and you're you know, you're you know uh I don't want to say, you know, a bench person, but you know, um but you're looking at the game um from the sidelines versus being in the game you know when you win a championship like that or or get a chance to play for a championship, you always start thinking to yourself, "Man, I want to be out there or I want to be a player yeah, exactly of that. so I think um I think you know um as he sticks with football and uh starts moving on up, I think you'll still start to see him because I'm gonna tell you. Your son has a has great size, and he has, you mm-hmm. know, just by his size alone, you know, he could, you know, by the time and you talked about this the other day, by the time the senior year comes around, man, he could be yeah. he could be a beast if he sticks with it, you know. Yeah, so,
0: yeah, definitely,
1: yeah. So, um, so, but congratulations to Caravel and uh, winning the uh, Division Two A. Um, title over the weekend that's a that's a big accomplishment and going undefeated um i don't know if you heard the controversy over in college football there was uh they picked their teams for their
0: playoff All the bowl games uh, 14,
1: yeah, yeah, the, yeah and did you see the the team florida state got left out and they were undefeated 13 and 0 in during the season and didn't mm-hmm. make the playoff the, which is and, crazy and they showed, like, when they were making the announcements of the teams that made the playoff, they showed them sitting there watching on ESPN the results and who made the playoffs. And as soon as they found out that they didn't make it, you could see all of them just walk out the room.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Pissed. They were
1: pissed, man. Yeah, they were pissed. Yeah. And, you know, you don't, you know, you win all your games and you don't make the playoffs and you got two teams in there that got one loss each. Mm hmm. You know, so um, it it was not good. It was not good. So, but, so that's a that's a great accomplishment to to win all the games and to win the championship. I, I'm happy for him as well. So, way to go. Um, well, and, I guess and, we got to. Go
0: in fact, so uh, you know, um, I was not familiar with the Florida State. I just googled it real quick. Um, just real quick, I saw uh, there was a, a news report that said Donald Trump blames ron desantis for florida state being left off the uh the,
1: <laughs> the
0: playoffs
1: yeah well ron Crazy. desantis was running his mouth about some stuff too and plus it, it all comes to politics always because of all the stuff that's been going on down there in florida they feel that had something to do with it too you know so uh but no it had nothing to do with it had to do with the fact that florida state <laughs> what people don't understand is Florida State's starting quarterback got hurt a couple weeks ago in a, in a football game. The boy was really, really good, too. And then they ended up playing Saturday and actually won Saturday with their third-string quarterback They because the second-string quarterback got hurt. So what the, the bowl guy's committee was doing was trying not to get Florida State put in a situation where they get put in. And get blown out by the team they had to play. Right. So that's what it was all about. So, but I'd say I, it's really messed up. It really is. So, but here we are. So, so uh, your son definitely should be thankful to be on a team that's undefeated and champion. Yes, <laughs> you yes, know, so there you go. So, all right. So, I guess we got a few stories to talk about um, today. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess we're going to start with, um, I saw this story. I thought it was. I thought, you know, this tells us that, you know, as, as much as they don't think we are, we definitely are, you know. Uh, and this is about a six-year-old, I like how they put this. The title says six-year-old black girl from New Jersey scores 138 on the IQ test. Same as Albert Einstein. Okay. So, and the story is, um, about a young lady. Her name is, uh, Declan Lopez, a six-year-old African-American girl from Dover, New Jersey, um, I didn't know there was a Dover, New Jersey. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, me neither.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the first time I heard that. Who has defined the norms of genius with her Mensa membership and impressive IQ of 138, 138, nearly as high as Einstein's. Declan, who is currently a kindergartner at her elementary school, has joined the ranks of Mensa. A society for the brightest mind. I was in that. I just chose not to be in it anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to show off. What could I say? Yeah, you know? well,
0: of course. Of course.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, I mean, and it, you know, when they talked to her, they said, I'm interested in art, science, math, and ge- geography, said Declan, who was already reading at a third or fourth grade level. Um seem like we're hearing a lot more about these kind of stories with these kids now. It's, it's just unbelievable. Um, and she enjoys learning physics also, according to ABC um, TV. Her parents first noticed her exceptional intelligence at 18 months old when she casually started counting in Mandarin, in Mandarin during an airport trip. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, what? What's what?
0: What type of children's like, you, YouTube videos was she watching growing up? I don't
1: know because it, wow. it definitely
0: wasn't the same thing I was watching.
1: Yeah, who does that? Um, that that's funny. It says, um, however, her parents. Are committed to keeping her bubbly personality and brilliance. They navigate, uh, the challenge of keeping Declan intellectually stimulated while she embracing, while still embracing the joys of childhood. That's something I always worry about with these geniuses. You know, we, we all have watched from an entertainment perspective, people like Michael Jackson and, um, You know, some of the other childhood stars who don't have much of a childhood because they become such icons at an early age that their childhood is basically taken away from them. When you have these kids that are geniuses and so forth, you know, I guess the thing, the hard thing is to try to keep them balanced in a way that they can still be a child but still embrace the fact that they're not the same as most children their age.
0: What's yeah, you know. No no, I mean I agree, you know, like the thing I always think about and maybe it's a little bit different here cuz I guess and you know, Dave, you and I don't know anything about being a genius. But um <laughs> speak for yourself.
1: Speak for yourself.
0: <laughs> right. Um but You know, I guess if if you're a genius, you just have it in you. But I always think about kids who get burned out. So it's like, okay, you know, if you're going to, you know, you're doubling up on school and graduating high school at 12 and college at, you know, 15. Like, do you get burned out? Like, do you get a point where you just want to experience being a child, you know, going to the movies, having fun, going to the prom, you know, like, I, I don't know.
1: I wonder if some of them start to fake it and, and start dumbing down their genes. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and just say, you know, start saying, oh, okay, I'm going to play dumb, you know, so that I don't have to try to, you know, be involved in all the stuff that they want me to be involved in, you know. So, right. um, you know, they, they apparently she has a little brother too named Maddox. Madoc- and he's showing promising signs of following in his sister's footsteps. And the parents say that Google and Alexa have become their family's best friends, helping them keep up with the kids. <laughs> you know, so yeah, they they, they they
0: they almost need a translator and a, yeah, a, yeah, cleaner. yeah.
1: I'm still tripping on the Mandarin. thing. <laughs> you know, that that is so crazy to me. You know, so, but um. But that's good to see that we have, um, um, a child like this to be able to, um, to defy the odds and, and become a member of Mensa and, and to show that, you know, we, we got some smart people out here too. You know, yeah. they, they, they just the other folks. We got some smart mm-hmm. ones out here. So, um, so. Um, congratulations and keep up the good work, Declan. I just want to, I saw that story. I just wanted to talk about that and, you know, one of those feel good stories, you know, before we get into anything else that might not be so feel good. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, what you got, what you got for us?
0: Yeah. So Dave, this was an interesting story that I actually saw today and it is, um, so the title is Tyler Perry's wealth. Is not trickling down the black residents of Atlanta. So, you know, of course, when I first saw the title, I was like, okay, you know, I, I definitely got to read this. <clears throat> so, the article starts off saying that um, there's a documentary that is either going to be coming out or is already out. I'm not sure. Called Maxine's Baby, which basically
1: yeah, about his mom. Yeah.
0: Yep. Which, you know, which is basically about the the rise of Tyler Perry. Um It states that he was of course, born into par- poverty and hardship in New Orleans. he overcame racism and long odds to become one of the highest paid entertainers in the world and to be specific, a billionaire so you know basically the the film is almost like a a feel good um and here they they even say it's almost like a a campaign video if he were running for um you know politics. <laughs> so, um, in the article, you know, of course, they mentioned, you know, that he, um, bought, of course, Tyler Perry Studios. And, um, in 2015, the studios was actually the old Fort McPherson, um, base. And he bought it for a significant discount price of $30 million even though it had been appraised at a close to $75 million. And a lot of people say that he got a a steal of a deal on it because he and the mayor of Atlanta at the time, Kasim Reed, were friends. A lot of people in the surrounding area, which is a very poor, um, poverty-stricken area, felt like it was a dirty, dirty trick, said one resident after everything was announced. So of course, Dave, he bought it for $30 million. Now Forbes estimates that Tyler Perry Studios is worth $280 million. But because of the deal that he made with local officials, he has, um, he has a tax deal where from 2015 to 2022, he has paid, he has had to pay zero property taxes. So why the, the residents are upset is because Court Day, we know property taxes go to the community. They go to the schools. Um, and you know, they, they kind of fix things in that immediate area. Since he's not paying any taxes, the community is not benefiting from any of the, um, you know, the great things that happened at Tyler Perry Studios. And here it says, um, additionally, Perry has taken advantage of the 30% state tax credit given to film productions in Georgia. Um, the, and uh, the share of that money, of course, would go to subsidize, um, you know, residents and the area. And so that 30% that he does not have to pay is coming from the, the residents in that area which is equaling about $330 per household. So, you know, long story short, you know, just a lot of people are upset. They are saying that in Atlanta, the medium household income from for Black families is $28,000 compared to $83,000 for white families. And even though Tyler Perry, when he first bought the uh, studio, he had talked about, how his studio would benefit the community and you know uplift the people around it the tax breaks that he is actually getting are actually hurting the community because you know of course that money is not going back to the community so you know i mean i i thought it was a very interesting article and i was actually surprised to hear you know kind of how everything worked out in tyler perry's favor and how the community around him has not benefited. And it's still one of the poorest communities in Atlanta. So, um, you know, I, I thought this would be a good conversation piece. Dave, what are your thoughts?
1: Well, I'm curious. Um, has there been any protests or anything in reference to this? Um, so the, as, uh, community?
0: as of this article, they have not mentioned anything. But that does not mean that, you know, any nothing's happened.
1: All right. And so he didn't have to pay up until last year. He didn't have twenty twenty three. Oh, I thought you said twenty twenty two.
0: Well he was covered from twenty
1: Yeah, right. So 15... he didn't have to pay anything up until right. last year and then he had to start paying this year. They did they say how much it was again?
0: Um, they did not say what it was, but they did say even though Ford estimated the worth of two hundred and eighty million. Um, but the, the Fulton County assessors calculated the value at only 74 million. So it says, um, it looks like it says that his taxes would be less than a million dollars, which have yet to be paid. So of course it was, if it was 280 million, that'd probably be about what, four times that amount. So about four million. Oh, yeah. yeah. But because oh, yeah. Well,
1: that's probably why they said it was only 74 to keep it, to keep it low.
0: Because you gotta, you gotta imagine, you gotta imagine
1: it's worth. It's gotta be worth at least a couple hundred million.
0: But you know, even with the seventy-four, does he have connections that are like you know lowering that assessment for him so he don't have connections
1: to get the property?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: I mean, if it was if it was originally uh, appraised at seventy-five million, and he walked away with it with thirty million, and we know what's go, we know what he's done there since. He's been there,
0: right? I mean,
1: and he's added on to the property, you know, since he's been there. So um, it's got to be worth more than they're saying it is. It's got to be, and it was was worth more than that from the start. Of course, we know he's gonna. You know, we know he's he's winning. (laughs) He's Mm -hmm. definitely winning on this, you know. So um, I just would hate to think that Tyler. Being the the person that he he always presents himself to be, because he has helped people, you know, he has been a philanthropist and 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 so forth and so forth. In knowing what's being said about him and that community, um, I would hope that he's helping people with you know, with things that are going on that they're not talking about. I saw something about, he had, you know, he had donated what $750,000 to help seniors, um, that were in low, um, what was it? uh,
0: Yeah. To help, uh, low income seniors in Atlanta. Yeah.
1: As, uh, as their property taxes increased and so forth. Mm -hmm. So he was, you know, um, that is an interesting figure, though, 750. Why not just go in and give a million?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, but, I, I just thought it was interesting, something to kind of keep an eye on to see see if now that this art, and, you know, this article was not on, in a major, uh, you know, media outlet. So, you know, I'd be curious. Yeah, to see I'm if sure, Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> I'm sure it
1: wasn't. Uh, why would, would they want to do that? Cause they want Tyler always look like the uh, golden boys. So, you know, uh, I hear that documentary is really good though. Uh, mm-hmm. Maxine Davies. So I do want to, I do want to check that out. Um, it is something that I have plan, I plan to look at. So, you know, so. All right. Well, uh, hopefully uh, we'll hear some positives to come out of that, uh, you know, come out of this as far as the story is concerned. So. All right, moving on to one of our um, other favorite people. Uh, I ran across – I saw this uh, one day last week. They were talking about Serena Williams and where she is at this point as far as emotionally. And I remember the, seeing something about her saying that she's not okay today. Um uh, so she was making a reference to powerful mission, what black women need right now. Um, I'm going to read a little bit of this, and then uh, hopefully we can have a conversation. It says, we're living through an extraordinary difficult period between two wars, political divides, financial issues, the everyday struggles that come with being Black in America, the stress can be overwhelming. At times like this, uh, these Black women often feel like we have to put on a brave face, square our shoulders, and take care of everyone else. However, one of the most influential women in the world is letting us know we don't have to take on the entire burden all the time. On Tuesday. Tennis great Serena Williams took to Twitter to let the world know that it's okay not to be 100% all the time. I am not okay today, and that's okay to not be okay, she wrote. No one is okay every single day. If you are not okay today, I'm with you. There's always tomorrow love you so she um, she kind of put it out there that black women don't have to be okay each and every moment of the day Um, black women have masked themselves for years as far as trying to be that strong person, trying to be the mother, trying to be the sister, trying to be the wife, trying to be the daughter, and be strong. And when they are looked at, when they have their weak moments and and they allow people to see them in their weak moments, they're called weak. But we know they're not. Black women have had to uh, endure a lot over the years. And for those who have power, you take a person like Serena Williams, um, who we all have known for years as being one of the top female athletes in the world. Not just black athletes. Black female athlete One of the top female athletes in the world and one of the top athletes in the world when somebody like her says she's not okay all the time then we have to listen because it's true how many people do you know that's on point a hundred percent of the time
0: none
1: not right a
0: pain. and and if they say they are you know they're lying
1: we know they're lying You know, um, you know, we, we, we've done shows. We we're in our third, just started our third year doing this podcast. Every show we do, we're talking about somebody that's not okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. Just about, I mean, I, I don't think we've done one show that we didn't talk about somebody that's not okay. You know, so, um, so let's, um, let's 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 see if we can kind of pay attention because i mean you're married um you have a wife you i know you know when your wife is not okay you you can tell that um right um you're you're a son um, you know when you know there were moments that your mother wasn't okay, even though she didn't want you to know she wasn't okay, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because exactly. I know my mother. My mother was one of the strongest women I've 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 known in my life, and you know, very few times I saw her cry. You know, and it was those moments. That I knew she wasn't okay any other time. Mm-hmm. I never questioned it. But those moments, I knew she wasn't okay because she allowed her walls to come down. You know, black women, women in general, in general, you know, are great for putting walls up and, you know, and hiding behind those walls. But they still let you see them. They still let you see them, but you're just not going to see all of them. Right. Okay. And Serena is putting it out there and saying, Hey, look, we got to, you know, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay. Not to, to have everything to go the way you want it. You wanted to, I know she, uh, she's been talking about, you know, having postpartum depression with the second baby. I think, um, um She mentioned here her second post is a reminder that it's uh, small things that get us through these trying times. Whether it's cutting, coloring with your baby, playing games with your family, watching your favorite movie, or losing yourself in the finale—I mean f- finale—of a reality show, take time to enjoy the little things. We don't really do that families aren't families anymore to be able to get people to engage in something. And she just kind of hit the nail on the head indulging in One of your favorite finale shows, I mean, reality shows because we can, unfortunately we're all addicted to the, the craziness of reality shows right now because that's what kind of dominates TV right now. Right. So, um, but we have to, we have a lot of women listeners. Um, and we have to acknowledge them with all that's going on. Last week, we talked uh, about women's health. Uh, we've been talking about women's health kind of indirectly almost for a year now with different things that we talked about. Um, we talked about how they're discriminated against and I, they don't always get the best care. And, um, um because they are black women. So there's a lot for them not to be okay about. What's your thoughts on this?
0: Yeah, I mean, I you know, I definitely agree. You know, I think, um, and I mean, you know, everything we say here, we already know. We don't already talked about. But I always think it's good because some people will think that, and let's just say Serena's position, because she has a lot of fame. Because she has a lot of money, because, you know, whatever, whatever, that she doesn't go through the same issues that most black women go through. So, you know, I think it's definitely a reinforcement that no matter how much money you have, no matter how famous, how no matter how good people think you have it, you know, they all, you know, black women all go through a common struggle. So, you know, I think it just reiterates it.
1: Yes, definitely. I agree. And um, I know, you know, with somebody like this putting it out there, you know, because we know uh, Serena's had a tough road, um, you know, coming up and she had to deal with a lot of negativity being a black tennis player uh, and then being one that dominated, you know, because tennis is like golf, you know, is a white world, you know, basically. And, you know, to come in, her and her sister come in and do what they did, you know, they had to deal with a lot of the negative as well. There's a statement, uh, the last statement I wanted to read that she says, she says, these small comforts are what keeps us grounded and makes life more than just an endless grind of work and responsibilities. As Serena says, Sometimes you have to allow yourself to not be okay. When you acknowledge that you're struggling, it gives you space to address the issue and find a path back to more emotionally balanced place. Can't say it any better than that.
0: Yep. Uh, Agreed.
1: Yeah, Yeah. So I'm sure that and we have a lot of women that listen to the show. I'm sure that they would agree um, with a lot that Serena is saying here. And I saw the story and I just wanted to put it out there, um, you know, um, and I agree with Serena. It is okay not to be okay. And and I'll say that on the side of the men as well. I mean, you know, we have we have a lot that's on our shoulders as well. And, you know, if you have a significant other and there's somebody that you share your life with, and if you're not okay that particular day, um, hopefully that other person can pick up the ball for you and be able to help you get through the moments that you're going through and vice versa. So, it is a good thing that she's out speaking and advocating the way she is. And that's 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 definitely um, a great positive step in the right direction. So I just wanted to bring that story up. And uh, I'm sure you guys have some feedback on that. I would love to hear it. Um, so, you know, feel free to drop it our way so we can uh, see what you have to say about that. All right. Um figure we can have a discussion about this next thing. Uh, since we're all um um we're all in the holiday month of December now and it's starting to feel a lot like Christmas as the song says. Um I I was reading something online and it was talking about shopping in the year 2023. And it was saying, and it was uh, about blacks and minorities that shop. And they said, what is your go-to holiday gifts for Christmas? Now, you know, before there were staples that you would buy your kids, you would buy your friends or whatever. Now things are so different with shopping and everything. Uh, first of all, do you still go to stores to shop or do you do most of your shopping online?
0: So I try to do online. Um, Worst case scenario is I'll have to run in a couple stores. Well, you know, it kind of depends. Like if I'm driving by a store, you know, some stuff you just, I won't say you can't get online, but like if I'm getting a gift card or I'm just trying to look for some little knickknacks, I'm going to um, go in person. If I'm kind of know what I'm getting, and especially if I'm prepared and early, I'm, I'm definitely getting it online. No, no question about it.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Now, is there a certain gifts that you, you know, we used to have uh, back in the day? You know, it, it was always like if you were dealing with kids, there were certain things that you would get for kids. If you were dealing with adults, there were certain things you would get, you know, and of course you, you knew your price range that you were going to spend. So you knew you can go out and get certain things for your family and the children in your family. So now with all the different things that they have out there now, um, you know, it's become an electronic world and everything's electronic. What's your, like, if you were shopping for, okay, you have teenagers. Mm-hmm. So, what is your go to gifts for teenagers these days?
0: So, my son, probably only because he's, you know, all about electronics, his, if I had to just, randomly get him something without him telling me. I'm gonna get him gift cards and there's gonna be um GameStop. Uh, uh Steam. I don't even know exactly what Steam is, but he is asked for Steam? Steam? I don't know. It, it must be something where you can go online and get credits or points or um,
1: uh, for playing games and stuff online. I,
0: yeah. I, you know he asked me to get it. I've never even looked it up. I just I just go ahead and get it. Um so that would be hmm. my son my daughter you know, she's gonna want something Nike, like, you know, Nike shoes, sweatshirt, or she's gonna want one of those little um and this has been like the past three years, one of the trendy sweatshirts. So like last year she wanted um the essentials sweatshirt. And of course they're they're very hard to find. They all cost like a hundred Dave, a hundred and fifty dollars or more for a sweatshirt. Or a sweatshirt? Yep, and 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 of course you can't really find it anywhere, even online. Like, you know, the supply, supply is so limited. Excuse me. Um, this year she gave me another brand that she wanted, which I guess is one of the the hot brands this year. And I, I looked it up; it was, it was a sweatshirt that cost over a hundred dollars. Again, yeah. so and and then for the wife, you know, the wife is the hardest because they at the end of the day we don't need nothing. But two, at the very beginning of our relationship, she's like, Oh, you know, if you buy me clothes, um, if you buy me shoes, bags, or perfume, you can never go wrong. I <laughs> learned that was a lie. That was a lie, Dave. Okay. <laughs> that was a lie. Cause I mean, of course, you know, shoes, even if I buy like a brand that I think she likes, you know, I mean, it's, it's so subjective. Handbags, so subjective. Perfume. they I don't know what perfume came out this year. What perfume was, is four years old. You know, what I mean, it's like, so those, those, that would be my go-to, but, um, it don't always work out like you want it to work. It doesn't work out the
1: way you mm-hmm. want it to.
0: No, what, what, what about yourself? What, what are your go-tos for people close to you?
1: Well, it's it's funny, um, with shopping these days, um and then I, and I'm not just gonna label it to Christmas because uh, uh two of my kids um um birthdays are in December so um so always made a big deal out of their birthdays. Um but you know, I guess the thing with boys you know, they're pretty easy to kind of try to satisfy as long as you stay in their wheelhouse. So, like you said about your son, you know exactly what will make him happy and won't be a problem, you know, by, you know, if you give gift cards to GameStop. Like, if I bought my son a gift card to GameStop, he'd be fine with that, my youngest son. Mm-hmm. um you know, or, or a gift card period, because he'll be a he'll figure out a way to buy a game or something with it or whatever the case may be. Um when it comes to girls, like well my oldest child, she's forty she, she's she's forty four, forty five now, so um so uh, I wouldn't dare try to even think about buying something for a forty something year old female these days. Uh If I, you know, because like you said, it's hard to do that. Um, I, candles are always still something I feel pretty easy to buy, you know, but even they have become like major, you know, because, you know, you got to have a a certain smell and, you know, some aromatherapy and all of that kind of stuff. You can't just go out and get regular, um, candles anymore. So um um trying to think what else? Perfume. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hit and miss. You were right yeah, about no, that. That's a hit is. miss right now. Yeah, 'cause you might like it, but they'd be like, I I don't like it. You no, know, no. So, you know, you know, so um what happened to the days you could buy coloring books and crayons and stuff like that? <laughs> you know, just be, you know, or or buy games or you know. Look, you. I remember getting a deck of cards one Christmas as a kid, and man, that was one of the best gifts I ever had, got.
0: Well, know, but Dave, I didn't what, have
1: a deck of cards. What
0: What year was that?
1: Oh well, I was a kid, like I said, man. You know. Yeah, now that wouldn't work now. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, no. <laughs> it wouldn't work now. So, uh, but, um, and of course, you know, um, computers are still always gonna be, you know, you can get a computer or a laptop or something like that or, or any type of electronic device. Well, Alexa or something like that, you know, even something, uh, anything is gonna make things easy, you know. With the whole AI thing coming in now and starting to take over to this time next year, I'm sure Christmas will be even different, even more different
0: with oh, yeah. the AI stuff.
1: So. You know, so, um, you know, because you already got um, people ordering AI music programs to be able to do their videos and all of that stuff now. And, it's you know it's scary, man. It really is. So, but I I just was thinking about that when I was looking at this this thing, um, and they were talking about all these different gifts and and talking about the different, you know how, well one thing, like you said, you buying this buying a, a sweatshirt for a hundred dollars over a hundred dollars for your teenage order. Your parents would have never done. It.
0: Never ever.
1: My parents would have never done that. My mom, look, uh, you know, like, uh, what was that? The uh, old Cosby thing. The only people supposed to be wearing stuff like that is uh, if his name is Michael and he got four other brothers. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know? so, yeah, that's that's the only thing. So when you look at that type of thing. So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I just think that um, shopping today, and especially with it going in the stores versus doing online, uh, I rather do everything online anyway nowadays oh, yeah. because,
0: so much easier. You know,
1: the 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 mall. The one day, what Black Friday? It was Black Friday. They were at capacity. The Christiana Mall, and they had signs up saying that they were at capacity. It was crazy. They didn't want, they said, you know, you imagine you go over there to that mall You can't and you can't get to that mall or you can't park. What, did you go over there during that week?
0: No, but I feel like last year I went over earlier, not not later in the day, but earlier in the day, and uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, the track. well, you know, it's like the traffic getting in and out is just as bad as the park
1: it really is. And even on the, like, I really don't go inside the mall. I mean, I never was a big fan of that mall. Um, but you know, it is a very popular place. Um, you know, like you said, child Barkley said that's his favorite mall, (laughs) you know, so, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, now I'll go on the fashion center side, you know, um, yeah. but even, but the traffic, but you got the traffic is so horrible getting in and out of there, even still. Yeah, you because know, people try to go around the back end to try to get out the mall, and it's a lot of traffic back there, too. So, and, you know, over the next coming weeks, you know, we got a couple of movies get to come out that's probably going to have a lot of traffic out there. So it's going to be interesting. So, but anyway, I just thought it was, you know, with the holiday season, I just thought I'd bring that up in reference to uh how people shop and what people are doing when it comes to shopping anymore. Um, You guys can always feel free to give us your feelings on it. How do you shop and what is your go-to items that you go to for, depending on the situation at hand? Let us know. Okay. All right. Uh you guys have been listening to news and trends with Dave and Lynn. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us and everything. We are to our final part of the show, which is uh, of course Leonard's favorite part of the show, which is uh, Dave's corner. And I, I, I'll give you the backdrop to where this question came from, by the way, that I'm going to ask you. Have you looked at any of the Squid Game stuff? Yes. Have you looked at the challenge? there's a new yes. series of squid game challenge? Yes, are you caught up on it?
0: No, I'm not
1: okay so i was I've been watching the squid game challenge, and it's just interesting and these people have a chance to win over four million dollars um and it was over a hundred and something people to start out with and it's down well it's down to the final three um, that I'm looking at now so and it's close to almost five million dollars in there so I was looking at some of the tests and the games that they've had to do in order to you know survive in um, the squid games so this question kind of came about if someone offers you a hundred thousand dollars to tell a secret that was told to you by your BFF or a close or one of your closest family members or your closest family member to you, would you tell the secret and take the money?
0: Dave, this, this right here is a tough one today. <laughs>
1: You know, uh, based on some of the stuff that these people have had to do in this SWIG Games, this made me think of it. So, so what yeah, would you so, do, you think?
0: So, I mean, I'm really going to say, and I know you're not going to like my answer. It depends.
1: <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so
0: it depends. I, okay. I say that because, you know, is this secret going to put somebody, you know, Somebody close to me in danger—is it going to risk somebody's life, their career? You know, um, you know, like Dave. Am am I going to tell everybody that you're really a superhero, and now the the, the whole the whole army and the navy is trying to come to your house to like capture you? Mm
1: You know, yeah.
0: But so ordinarily, I'm going to say.
1: You would take the money.
0: That's what you would no. ordinarily. <laughs> no, no, or, no. Ordinarily, I would always say no. Okay. Now, if it's something that I think my BFF or my closest family member wouldn't mind splitting that hundred thousand, that people knew, then then we got to split the money. <clears throat> okay.
1: Um.
0: Well, Dave, before you answer, let me ask you real quick. Well, <clears throat> is your, I won't even say your deepest secret, but do you have a deep secret that you would be willing to, um, to tell for $100,000? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I don't think it's, I, you know, I ain't gonna lie, because I don't think it's that bad that I, right. that I shouldn't get paid for it, you know what I mean, um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, now, of course, if I killed somebody and, and that was my right. deepest secret, I'm not, I, I'm taking that to my grave, you know, yeah, if right. nobody knows, you know, so, um, uh, so no, I would have to keep that to myself, but, um if it was something that I considered to be a secret that I haven't told anybody and a hundred thousand dollars was on the line. Yeah. I need to buy some Christmas gifts, you know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know hey, uh, hey,
0: they, you know, they, what would we say? Some Christmas gifts for yourself. huh?
1: Yeah. There you go. A uh, new car, a couple of other things, but you know, that type of thing. So, um, yeah, uh, I think I would tell. Uh, you know, like they said, money is the root of all evil, you know, so, you know, so. Um, But would I do that to a BFF or a closest friend? I don't think so. I don't think I would want to betray. Well, let me let me just put this to myself, because nor tell them what that best friend or closest family member may do (laughs) because they might take Mm -hmm. the money and run. Right. But just knowing me and the loyalty I have to my friends, I wouldn't tell. And I wouldn't take the money. So, as long as they don't show it to me, (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) I know. Now, if they show it to me, Look, uh, in squid games, you know, the whole thing is the money's over top in the, in the ball, you know, they're dropping the money in there. If I'm standing there looking at that ball long enough with the hundred thousand dollars in it, uh, it, it may all of a sudden that money might disappear. I don't know. Uh, It may disappear, but, um, but no, um, I just thought I just, I, I just wanted to put that out there because I you know in that in 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 that series there was a lot of choices that were being made that was pretty interesting you know I thought so um and I always you always wonder what people will do you know we we always try to say that it's not about the money but is it really not about the money
0: yeah and and Dave we say all this now but someone like a hundred thousand dollars on the table you know yep. Maybe yep, a little there different.
1: There you go. It may be a little different. That's right. So, but um, let us know, folks, what your what your answer to that question would be, and uh, you know, uh, let's see if you would sell out <laughs> for some moolah. <laughs> you know, so see what see what happens. So, I guess that's everything we have to cover on tonight's show, folks. Um, please feel free to. Uh, you know, um, check, check us out. You know, we have our news and trends, um, um, dot com. You can listen to all the shows on there. Of course, we're basically on all the podcast channels. So you can definitely check us out on those things, any, any one of those stations. Um, oh, I, I meant to ask you, did you see the article about the queen? It was at, uh, it was online today about them being under new management. So that probably explains what we were talking about before that time and that they're looking to bring in a lot of, um, a lot of new acts and especially a lot of local acts and so forth. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, um,
0: we'll look forward to see what they bring.
1: Yeah. I, I just thought I'd put that out there. So, um, but anyway, but feel free to reach out to us. Um, and um let us know your thoughts and what you thought of tonight's show. And like I said, you can get us on any of the podcast channels. Um, uh, including YouTube and Spotify and iHeart, some Apple of those being Zach. Um, give us any feedback that you may have about tonight's show. And you wanna add anything before we go, Lynn?
0: Nope. Um just, you know, be sure to catch us. For our next episode, follow us on social media news and trends all
1: right and um we uh we were supposed to do and I, oh, let me say this, uh we were supposed to be doing our anniversary show, we were supposed to have a guest host to join us tonight, unfortunately, she couldn't join us tonight, but we we hope we are still hoping to do that show with her and um so we wanna um and you know and we wanna keep her in our prayers because she dealing with a family emergency so um, definitely um, Claudette Williams you are in our prayers and we hope to uh, be able to get with you soon okay all right I guess that's it for tonight thank you for taking the time to join us and we'll talk to you soon join us next week for another edition of news and trends with your host Dave and Lynn.